Hi, I'm Sherry Ring. I'm the lead coach for Hospo Health, which is a health and wellbeing program developed specifically for the Tasmanian hospitality industry. Hospo Health includes weekly videos, a range of helpful fact sheets to download, and this podcast series. All of these can be accessed online at hospohealth.com.au. We're also delivering face-to-face workshops around Tasmania focusing on team-building activities. If you work in the hospitality industry, then Hospo Health is for you and about you. Hi, I'm Sherry and I'm the lead coach for Hospo Health. Today we're talking about gratitude and fun and I'm joined by Sam Whelan who is one of the managers at one of my favourite restaurants, Bawa. Hi Sam. Hello Sherry, how are you? I'm great and thanks for joining me. My pleasure, thank you for inviting me. Sam, I'd like to ask you firstly what you're getting from the program, what you're enjoying about the program and, and what you're hearing from other people. Well, I think it's like, it's really cool to see uh, different perspectives of certain people in the industry, but also like uh, not just necessarily a front of house, but also like in different management roles, whether you're marketing and stuff like that as well. I mean, also looking towards mental health and those sorts of things. It's good to have a broader perspective and sort of taking on all that information. Yeah. And look, as a manager, are you finding it really helpful to share with your team? Uh, well, it's not so much sharing itself with the, with the team, but it's like taking the experiences and what I'm hearing and then applying that towards uh, the everyday kind of the rigmarole to go through. It's like, you know, developing those relationships and it's helping to build that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I, I, for us, I guess that's really important because it is a preventative health program and that connection piece is so important in a workplace. Yeah, I've, yeah I find connection to be one of the biggest things. Well, a lot of people say that like, don't become friends with your staff, but I've, I think it's absolutely necessary. I totally agree. How else do you know what's going on in their lives? And you know, even if there is a problem arising in their lives and they feel comfortable to come and speak to you about that, I think that's really, really important. Yeah, and especially with the way the industry is at the moment, I mean, it's really hard to find good staff and to build those teams. Absolutely. What do you guys do for team building? Because I, I guess in your kind of, I mean, every time I come to Barwa, you guys are crazy busy. It's just... Well, you know, yeah, but it's also like taking the time to find a time for fun whilst at work, like having jokes and obviously appropriate timing. But then, you know, when you do have that chance to really like, you know, have a bit of fun, dance, have a little sing, all that stuff. I think I've seen you do some of that when I've been in there. (laughs) I am not surprised. (laughs) So Sam, getting back to that happiness and gratitude piece, what's something that's made you smile or laugh in the last 24 to 48 hours? Just like when a certain song comes on, one in particular that I love is uh, uh, Levitating by Dua Lipa. And every time it comes on, it's become kind of synonymous with people know when it's on like I'll be dancing and I'll be singing to it and so they join in and they're like little shoulder lifts and stuff like that and we're just kind of like booking up next to each other and just like every time it's on I just have the best time and then I think that kind of gravitates towards the customers as well and they actually start joining in a little bit and I think that's that's just so cool for them to see us having fun then they're more inclined to have fun as well. Yeah I love that because I've got to say you're one of the big highlights for me coming to Bawa you're so bright (laughs) and happy and sparky and and you know, you, you're part of the experience. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all part of the experience. Like, And that's the thing. It's like it's a relationship between the customer and, and us serving you. It's like we have to kind of bounce off each other and 
that's the whole idea of hospitality is, mm. um, you know, being hospitable, but then making someone feel so comfortable that they can bounce around with you as well. And like, they'll enjoy the food even more. They'll enjoy their drinks even more. And it's just, it's a whole experience. Like, and that's what our job is to do, but we shouldn't, it shouldn't just be a job. It should be something you enjoy. Yeah. And it's very obvious that you enjoy your job. Yeah. And it's like even, you know, when I talk to people about working behind a bar and stuff like that, it's like no matter how stressed you are, just try and look like you're having fun because then eventually the customers see you having fun and then you'll start having fun. It's kind of like the people say, you know, smile for two minutes a day, even if you're not happy. And it kind of like goes with that. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden you start to feel happy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think there's um, there's some research to show that, you know, when you're doing that motion, so there's a – there's a thing that you can do where you put a pencil or uh, chopsticks or something between your yeah. teeth and if you hold it for 90 seconds, the muscles then go to your brain and tell you that you're actually happy. Yeah, exactly. And so that's – but it's also like, you know, I, like, I was a dancer when I was younger, when I, like all throughout my, my school years I always did dancing and I just think it's like kind of fun to bounce around and, and eventually just kind of like your body warms up and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm having fun. Yeah, and so oh, who doesn't love to have a little boogie? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me definitely. <laughs> so Sam, I know you've already said quite a bit about this, but give me one thing that you really love about your job, about the hospitality industry. I mean, I've worked in all facets of hospitality. Like, I'm a qualified chef as well. I worked in kitchens for um, since I was 11, just washing dishes at the pub. But then also like qualifying and then going into front of house eventually as well and I think it's like tailoring the experience for a person is really awesome when I went from chefing to front of house eventually it was in the same restaurant on the same menu I'd just been cooking and when people ask for recommendations and it's like going from that and it's like and just like kind of watching and seeing them enjoy it I think that's like so satisfying mm. to see because like of it, like you're very proud of what you're putting forward and what you're recommending. I think it's like and then seeing someone just smile and go, "Oh, yum," um, yeah. or like, "Yeah," or just like have a laugh and and enjoy the experience, the entire experience of it. Like just not the food, but the drinks and the atmosphere and the music and all that stuff. Seeing someone just like yeah, feel joyous is really really gratifying for myself personally, and I think it that applies to a lot of people in hospitality to say, like, yeah, not just servicing yep. someone, but also like tailoring that experience. Yeah. And so why did you go from being a chef then into um, service? Well, uh, personally, like uh, I find myself getting a little bit angry <laughs> and I don't like being angry, <laughs> <laughs> just like grumpy and really frustrated all the time, just from just the high pressure situation. And like, I loved the, the thrill and the rush of service. But it's going through an adrenaline rush every single night and then you get the the down afterwards and you're like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Mm. And because you're in that one little setting with just the same people and you're not getting to speak to customers, but when we did get the opportunity to go out and speak to customers about the food and like the concept of the food, mm. I found that really awesome. Uh, and so going front of house is very natural just to talk to people and actually like, see them enjoy it and see what they're reacting to and and even hearing negative experiences and seeing like you know oh maybe we didn't enjoy this and okay sure then that's something we can improve on but oftentimes the front of house and back of house there's a bit of a divide and there used to be quite a rivalry between the two but at Barwa in particular it's one of the best kitchens I've worked with uh, in terms of just approachability and taking on feedback and all that sort of stuff and I think that's 
like the new age of chefs coming through are people who are just willing to listen and not get aggressive and not get angry. Um, yeah, okay. They're not throwing plates at you and stuff like that. They're just listening, taking it on board, and then going away from that and going, what can we do better? And it's like, let's keep improving. Why be stuck in this rut? Yeah, which is interesting because I, I've never thought of that, but when you cook, a big part of the enjoyment is seeing people enjoy it and then they're missing yeah. out on that part of, of the sure. job. I spoke to a couple of the chefs at a, um, one of the recent workshops and they were saying how fantastic they found the mindfulness in the program. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's probably part of the reason if, you know, if it's that sort of high pressure. Well, it's high intensity. So it's that with us, like we're such a large venue where like, we're servicing at one time. We can, I think it's like 150 people we could do at one time, but yeah. you're doing that over and over again. So up to like 300, 400 people in a day. It's incredible. And you're just it? like, my God, like just, that's why there's this, like shift work because yeah, you can't do that throughout the entire day. But when people do do that, it's it's very intense. And so it's like if you don't have that mindfulness of how you're feeling and also being mindful of your team, then you're losing touch with that and it's going to get even worse. It's going to escalate really. Yeah. So in a busy situation like that, obviously your your restaurant's always busy yeah. um, and there's always pressure. How do you kind of manage a team member maybe, maybe who is feeling a little bit tense? Well, that's the thing. It's like when I was saying, it's, like it's, all, it's very important to stay in touch with all of your staff and people that are working not just with you, but also people who have like already worked the day and gauging with them and maybe you know if they need an extra bit of break or maybe they need to go a little bit earlier. If they're feeling that pressure, I think it's really, that's it's good just to stay in touch and keep an eye on things. It's like, that's, that's what management is. Like, it's not just about telling people what to do. It's managing your the people you work with and having them trust you. I really like how you talked about your little songs and your yeah. your dancing. You know, that's that's a great way to to really bring in that fun element. Yeah. I mean even so like, obviously we have sort of like that open pass in the kitchen and and even for the chefs to see us having a little dance and having a little boogie and then being so open with that kind of experience and then yeah, it's just such a gateway for everyone to have fun. Because it should be fun. So you feel like the chefs and your front of house are all a little bit more connected? Than oh, we're, places? we're all very, like we all uh, sort of working. We'll often have like a drink together or we'll, you know, knock off, we'll hang out. Sometimes, not always, but even then it's like the experience, like we're always very friendly. Everyone's, I don't know anyone that has any um, sort of beef with each other. And if they do, it's like it's approached very quickly and it's dealt with. And I think it's always done very respectfully as well, which is, again, important it's being Hugely. an adult yeah <laughs> because it doesn't need to be a big drama I think that's that's a good thing to touch on it's like nothing needs to be a drama and I know you guys have done um I've, I've spoken to you when I've been in the restaurant a few times and you you've told me the next day is, is a big team building day where you go out and do some you know yeah, have some fun um, together yeah a couple of our staff parties like last time we went go-karting down at Kingston and so it got very competitive. (laughs) (laughs) Ours was the bumper group uh, because we kept running into each other, (laughs) Uh, which, (laughs) oops, (laughs) they didn't, they weren't very impressed themselves. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like we've, we go on a, we went on a boat, went to Bruni Island. Like it's, I think it's so important to have those days. And so we don't get to do it all the time because as you were saying, like we're very busy, but when we do have that chance it's always like a big day. It's a full day together. And, you know, it doesn't have to be just about drinking. It can just be like 
go-karting and having, having fun. fun. And I think it's it, with any team, it's always important to have those days where you just decompress and there's no talk about work. It's not about the kitchen, the front of house, the service, whatever. It's just enjoying each other's company and getting to know each other even better, especially some of the people who don't really talk all that much or like aren't as social as some of us. Then that gives them that opportunity to come in and like speak and, you know, for us to be more mindful as well, to be quiet for a moment, to let them speak and like make them feel comfortable. Um, yeah, I yeah. love that. And I, I've got to say the THA who have obviously provided this program for the whole industry, they are putting their money where their mouth is as well. They're doing exactly that. They they go off and do regular team building sessions together and, and, and that team bonding. And I know it's been been incredibly successful. Yeah. And I think it's, it's again, for mental health, like it's so important for the team to feel, or everyone to be welcome and know that they are valid and that they have their place and everyone has something to give and no one's been ignored because we're all a team. Yeah, and look, that's a perfect example of how you apply that the application of psychological safety in the workplace, Sam. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's all about comfortability because that makes people want to come to work. And so it's like feeling safe and valid and knowing that they're part of the team, they have something to give, no matter how little or much it is, it's always important to highlight that and and people can only do so much and that's not their fault, it, like, but it's also our job as managers uh, to grow people as well, to give them that safety and that, but that opportunity to grow further and to feel, you know, as I was saying, safe to come forward and be like, I want to, I want to learn more. Like, I want to keep expanding. And I think if they, if you want knowledge, it's there's no such thing as a stupid question, and it's always good just to like ask those questions because if you don't ask, you'll let you'll never learn. <laughs> I love that. I want to come and work for you, Sam. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> I'll eat all the food. <laughs> I already do. <laughs> Sam, I've just recently come back from Vietnam and I did a, a motorbike tour there, mm. which was fabulous. And a, a, a really big part of that was, was all shared foods. Yeah, so yeah. no one ordered one thing. They just brought a bunch of stuff out for the group and it was really lovely and it was a really nice way to, to get to know the other people and to learn about their culture and and that's a huge part of their culture they they always do shared dishes and they they find it quite bizarre that we don't yeah and yeah. bawa are a big part you know that's a big part of that bawa eating it's it's shared plates well yeah it's it's all about community really when you think about it. it's like it's when you, even if you're sitting down with people you don't know and you're still sharing food, you get to talk about the food as well. It's like you're not just having your dish and they're having theirs. It's like, okay, let's like all try it. And go, oh wow, that's yum. Hey, would you like you have some too? Um, yeah, share the experience and that creates a whole different dynamic with the the table you're on, whether you know them or not. Mm. And I mean, and there are a lot of restaurants now doing that. There's, I mean, I could name so many in oh, Hobart. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really great. And I, I know coming back from Vietnam, I felt so much more grateful for my life and for the people in my life and for the wonderful experiences that I get to have and the, and the fact that I can travel and, and do all these amazing things. Gratitude is such an important thing and it's sometimes you need to be taken out of your everyday life to, to really experience that. What's something that you 
feel really grateful for? I'm very grateful. It's like just when it comes down to like my family and stuff and then like the support I have, but also grateful to for us to be open again. So like as you yes. said, you were traveling, we, we experienced such like harsh lockdown and stuff and it's so good to be able to go out and have these experiences. I'm really grateful to, you know, be able to catch up with my friends and not be under these certain restrictions and just to really let go and not have to be constantly mindful about the little details all the time so I'm really great I'm grateful myself for having that kind of low-key freedom at the moment as well. Sam if I were to ask you to start practicing gratitude regularly and share that with your team and get them doing it as well Mm. what would that mean for you how would you how would you do that? I think it'd probably stem down to i something that comes from my mum in particular, like she's gone through a lot of hard times and she always says to me, whenever I'm like talking to her, she say, right, tell me three good things that happened today. Just three. And they don't need to be specific, like just generally. Was there some, like three highlights? And I think that's important for everyone to do every day. It's like, no matter how you're feeling, just always remember there's, there's definitely been three good things that, that have happened, whether it just be a smile or someone smiled at you. That's important. Yeah, that's really nice. And I mean, it's funny because when you do that, and I do it regularly, it does really change your perspective. Yeah. And it's just as you're about, you know, you're about to go to sleep and you're like, oh, oh big day. You're like, but no, what was three good things? Yeah. Rather than thinking, oh, such and such annoyed me or, yeah. you know, that went badly. And that's fine. If it if you think that, that's all good. No worries at all. Um, but just always finish on the three good things and keep them in mind as you're going to sleep. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, okay. Three more things I'm sure will happen yeah. today. What are those three yeah. things going to be today? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but that's exciting. Like, yeah. that's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, I think your team are very, very lucky, Sam. And Thank thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. The Hospo Health Program is brought to you by the Tasmanian Hospitality Association. I'm Sherry Ring. Thanks for listening to today's podcast and I'll catch you next time.